Pope Francis, Wednesday, May 17, 2023. Catechesis, the Passion for Evangelization, the Apostolic Zeal of the Believer, 13. Witnesses, St. Francis Xavier. Dear brothers and sisters, good morning. Continuing our itinerary of the catechesis with some exemplary models of apostolic zeal, today we recall we are speaking about evangelization, about apostolic zeal, of bearing the name of Jesus. And there are many women and men in history who have done this in an exemplary way. Today, for example, we choose as an example St. Francis Xavier who some say is considered the greatest missionary of modern times. It's not possible to say who is the greatest, who is the least. There are so many hidden missionaries who even today do much more than St. Francis Xavier. And St. Francis Xavier is the patron of missions, like St. Therese of the Child Jesus. And a missionary is great when he or she goes. And there are many, many priests, lay people, women religious who go to the missions, even from Italy. Many of you, I see, for example, when a story arrives about a priest who is a candidate to become a bishop who spent 10 years as a missionary in that place. This is incredible. To leave your own country to preach the gospel, this is apostolic zeal. This is what we really need to cultivate. And looking at these men and women, we learn. And St. Francis Xavier was born into a noble but impoverished family in Navarra, northern Spain, in 1506. He went to study in Paris. He was a worldly young man, intelligent, wonderful, worldly. There he met Ignatius of Loyola. He made the spiritual exercises and changed his life. And he left everything, his worldly career, to become a missionary. He became a Jesuit, took his vows. Then he became a priest and went to evangelize, sent to the Orient. At that time, the journeys of the missionaries to the Orient meant they were sent to unknown worlds. And he went because he was filled with apostolic zeal. He was the first of a numerous band of passionate missionaries to depart, ardent missionaries of modern times, ready to endure immense hardships and dangers. To reach lands and meet peoples from completely unknown cultures and languages, driven only by the powerful desire to make Jesus Christ and his gospel known. In just under 11 years, he accomplished an extraordinary task. He was a missionary for more or less 11 years. Journeys at that time were harsh and perilous. Many people died en route due to shipwrecks or disease. Today, unfortunately, they die because. They let them die in the Mediterranean. Francis Xavier spent more than three and a half years on ships, a third of the entire duration of his mission. To get to India, he spent three and a half years on ships, then from India to Japan. How touching. He arrived in Goa, India, the capital of the Portuguese East, the cultural and commercial capital, and Francis Xavier set up his base. He did not stop there. He went on to evangelize the poor fishermen of the southern coast of India, teaching catechism and prayers to children, baptizing and caring for the sick. Then, while praying one night at the tomb of the Apostle St. Bartholomew, he felt he needed to go beyond India. 
He left the work he had already initiated in good hands, this is good organization, and courageously set sail for the Moluccas, the most distant islands of the Indonesian archipelago. There were no horizons for those people. They went beyond. What courage these holy missionaries had, and today's missionaries too. Of course, they do not spend three months on a ship, but go on a plane for 24 hours. But it is the same thing there. They need to settle there and travel many kilometers and immerse themselves in forests. This is what it is like. And so in the Moluccas, he translated the catechism into their local language and taught them how to sing the catechism. He entered through song. We understand his feelings from his letters. He wrote, Dangers and sufferings, accepted voluntarily and solely for the love and service of God our Lord, are treasures, rich and tremendous spiritual consolations. Here in a few years, someone could lose their eyes from so many tears of joy. January 20th, 1548. He cried for joy when beholding God's work. One day in India, he met someone from Japan who spoke to him about his distant country, where no European missionary had ever ventured. Francis Xavier felt a restlessness for the apostolate to go elsewhere, beyond, and he decided to depart as soon as possible and arrive there after an adventurous journey on a junk belonging to a Chinese man. His three years in Japan were quite difficult due to the climate, opposition, and his ignorance of the language. Here too, however, the seeds planted would bear great fruit. A great dreamer in Japan, he understood that the decisive country for his mission in Asia was another, China. With its culture, its history, its size, it exercised de facto dominance over that part of the world. Even today, China is a cultural center with a vast history, a beautiful history. So he returned to Goa and shortly afterwards embarked again, hoping to enter China. But his plan failed. He died at the gates of China on an island, the small island of Sanxian, in front of the Chinese shoreline, waiting in vain to land on the mainland near Canton. On December 3, 1552, he died in total abandonment with only a Chinese man standing beside to watch over him. Thus ended the earthly journey of Francis Xavier. He spent his life zealously in the missions. He left Spain, a highly developed country, and arrived in the most developed country at that time, China, and died at the threshold of Great China, accompanied by a Chinese man. It's highly symbolic, highly symbolic. His intense activity was always joined with prayer, the union with God, mystical and contemplative. He never abandoned prayer because he knew that is where he drew his strength. Wherever he went, he took great care of the sick, the poor, and children. He was not an aristocratic missionary. He always went with the most in need, the children, who were most in need of instruction, of catechesis. The poor, the sick, he specifically went to the frontiers when it came to care. And there he grew in greatness. And the love of Christ was the strength that drove him to the furthest frontiers with constant toil and danger overcoming setbacks, disappointments, and discouragement, indeed giving him consolation and joy in following and serving him to the end. 
It is St. Francis Xavier who did all these great things in such poverty, with such courage. Who can give us a little bit of this zeal, of this zeal to live for the gospel, to proclaim the gospel? So many young people, so many young people today have something, a restlessness, and they do not know what to do with that restlessness. Look at Francis Xavier. Look at the horizons of the world. Look at the people who are in such need. Look at how many people are suffering, so many people who need Jesus, and have the courage to go. Today, too, there are courageous young people. I'm thinking of the many missionaries, for example, in Papua New Guinea, of my own young friends who are in the Diocese of Vanimo, and many others who have gone young people to evangelize in the steps of Francis Xavier. May the Lord grant us the joy to evangelize the joy to bear this message, which is so beautiful, which makes us and everyone happy. Thank you.